0: Welcome to Fighting for the Underdog, the podcast that follows the tales of compassion and bravery of animal rights activists all over the world. As I interviewed these amazing people, I was truly inspired by the common theme of hope that they give to underdogs everywhere. They taught me that sometimes the greatest power an underdog possesses is never giving up hope.
1: Hi, I'm Christina Burston with the Animal Law Firm, where we are Fighting for the Underdog, Today I would like to talk to you about Wally the Alligator. We've gotten a lot of inquiries about this situation and a lot of people have asked us if we are also the alligator law firm and if we are going to take this case. Um, I'm not personally familiar with Wally or his handler. As far as I'm aware, there is no actual case for the animal law firm to take. Um, And that's a good thing, right? We don't necessarily always want people litigating things if they don't have to. And this is a situation where Uh, the refusal of Wally's entry into the Phillies game was actually appropriate, uh, legally speaking. So the first article that I read regarding Wally indicated that Wally was a service animal. I'm not sure if this was the representation made to the reporter who made the initial report, or if this was just a misunderstanding. Um, It's very, very common for people to not know the difference between service animals and emotional support animals, so it doesn't surprise me that this was just a a misunderstanding, because no other animal, no other species besides dogs can be service animals under the black letter of the law. It used to be um, dogs and miniature horses could be service animals, but they did away with the miniature horse. Um, designation a few years ago. I forget exactly when, but now it is only dogs. Doesn't matter what kind of dog, what breed of dog, any dog, but only dogs. So other animals can theoretically be emotional support animals. Um, we, that gets a little tricky, right? Because uh, the, Fair, so the Fair Housing Act is what governs uh, act, rights for emotional support animals. There's some argument that Section 504 uh, of the Rehabilitation Act has some protections, but typically that's not the situation. Either way, Wally was legally, permissibly refused entry into the Phillies game because if he is a, uh, an emotional support animal, emotional support animals do not have public access rights, which means they cannot go out with you in public. So even if you have a dog who is an emotional support animal, that dog, if he is only or she is only an emotional support animal, does not have the right to go into public spaces with you. As for an alligator, <laughs> so emotional support animals can be non-traditional animals, but there has to be a, a, a compelling reason for why they have to be a non-traditional animal. A non-traditional animal is basically anything besides um, domestic animals that you would... Purchase from like a pet store or something. So dogs, cats, gerbils, birds, um, small birds really, and uh, some some small lizards. Um, but yeah, alligators, snakes, chickens, uh, barnyard animals, pigs, like uh, traditional barnyard animals. Those are not typically protected under the FHA, the Fair Housing Act they are protected in certain limited circumstances like you have to prove that you have a medical reason for needing a non-traditional animal that you have you know maybe you have allergies to dogs or cats and so you need a, a chicken instead of or a pot pig instead of a dog or a cat um, there are a few other reasons and I, f- I forget right off the top of my head but that's usually the one that's cited for most people who need non-traditional animals or um i've seen cases where spider monkeys or some kind of small monkey is designated as an emotional support animal because the person is immobile and they need the monkey to be able to climb up onto cabinets to pull things down or open refrigerators or things like that. Some dogs can be trained to open refrigerators and doors um, but there are certain things like dexterity-wise that dogs cannot do. Like dogs cannot open a water bottle, for example, but a monkey could. And so there's been cases where, you know, a monkey has been deemed to be an emotional support animal because of the needs for dexterity that the, um, that the handler has. So I am not aware of what specifically... <laughs> Uh, Wally does for his handler. Uh, I have read in some of the reports that Wally provides emotional comfort to animal or sorry to children who swim with him. That sounds to me more like a therapy animal than an emotional support animal because typically even emotional support animals are person specific just like service animals. If they provide broad services of comfort to just anyone, they're typically considered a therapy animal. Sometimes you see therapy animals in airports um, to calm people who are nervous about flying or things like that. So that's typically where, or in hospitals, you'll see dogs who come in and provide comfort. Um, So I'm not really sure what Wally is. Um, If Wally needs help, (laughs) we're always happy to be a resource. Um, but as far as the controversy goes around him uh, appearing at the Phillies game, he was lawfully declined entry. And um, yeah, it's unfortunate he didn't get to watch the game, but uh, hopefully he was able to watch from the parking lot or the comfort of his home Let's <laughs> see. left. Um, so yeah, if you or anyone you know has an exotic animal or a non-traditional animal as a pet or a service animal and you are running into issues with the law, feel free to give us a call. Our number in Pennsylvania is 215-664-8448. That goes for New Jersey residents as well, just, click, just call that number. Uh, Colorado, 303-623-4000. Also check out our website, theanimallawfirm.com. We have lots of good resources on our blog there for you, uh, including, we also have a template for sale uh, to advise your landlord that they need to let you have an emotional support animal as long as you've provided all the documentation to them. So if you need a letter, uh, the letter works in any state because it applies federal law, not state-specific law. So you can use it in any state and just fill in, uh, Mad Lib style, the information that's specific to your case. All right, underdogs, thanks for tuning in and stay safe out there. I'll see you next time.
0: That was such an inspiring interview. I learned so much and I hope you did too. If you were moved as much as I was and want to support this amazing organization, Please visit my website at theanimallawfirm.com and check out our merch page, or follow the links to donate to this organization directly. All profits from merchandise sold on my website go to support the guests on my show. If you want to support the podcast, please share us on social media and give us a five-star review. It really does help. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, my fellow underdogs.